Hey, it's Garbage Brain University. I'm Drew Toothpaste. I'm Natalie D. And we're coming at you today to talk about ghosts. Yeah. So. We thought we'd have a... Uh, last episode was kind of like it was a little too sciencey. So we're going to go with the opposite of science today. Yeah. We're going to go with pseudoscience. <laughs> Just kind of things that people think of that might be real. Mm-hmm. Do you think those are real? I don't think ghosts, as in like spirits crossing over, are real. But I think ghosts are real, as in uh, I think as something people see, <clears throat> they're real. I think it's possible to perceive a ghost. Okay. I think it's something that occurs to your brain, and whether it's normal or paranormal, I think that's impossible to tell. I think they're real, though. I think if you see it, that makes it real, right? Yeah. Ghosts are something that people have believed in since, like, caveman times. What's the earliest ghost that you know of? Ghosts date back to pre-literacy, so there's no way for people to know how long ago. So as far back... (laughs) As, as As people could construct stories and communicate them to each other. So... Somehow, I mean, they didn't elaborate. (laughs) (laughs) Well, the first, the very first piece of writing was probably like, yo, my grandpa, who could not write, Mm -hmm. saw a ghost. Mm -hmm. And look, I'm a caveman, but when he saw the ghost, it was in extremely old caveman clothes. So you know that it was not even from current caveman times. Yeah. Yeah, the whole idea of ghosts had a lot to do with traditions of, like, ancestor worship. Like, that's how they those things started is because they were specifically trying to avoid that coming back and being, being shitty to them. So do you think ghosts were a lot more commonly seen by people in olden times? I imagine... They probably attributed a lot of phenomena to ghosts if they did not understand what was going on. Okay, so they didn't directly see or, like, hear or perceive the ghosts. There's no way for us to know. Right. All we have is, like, their stories that we are able to translate. So right now on Earth, there are about 7.7 billion people. Mm -hmm. Uh, The total number of people that have ever existed... The best guess, and I've, I've looked this up several times just because I like thinking about how many people there have ever been mm-hmm. in the history of the world. And the best guess science has is between 100 and 110 billion. So if you think about it, right now, in 2019, we should, if ghosts are spirits, that are people from the past that are somehow existing in our time and space, mm-hmm. we should be seeing more of them than ever. Okay, so I, I understand your argument, but a lot of cultures believe that ghosts are only around for as long as the person has people around who still remember them. So if you, and Natalie, I know you've said that you want to be a ghost. <laughs> yes. Your goal, mm-hmm. your afterlife goal mm-hmm. is to be a ghost mm-hmm. you know whatever happens that would own yeah that would be my ideal afterlife if i had to pick and you would i mean i don't know would you float i mean it's your i would do whatever i fucking wanted because i was a ghost i mean you would cruise around town and people would be like i think i just saw a phantasm i believe i just or saw you could just be invisible yeah like being a ghost okay so to me being a ghost is like my ideal like if i could achieve this state in life i'd be fine with it so like if you're a ghost you get to see everything that happens and so you get to still witness shit that happens after you die right yeah okay so they get to know everything that's going on and it could be invisible yeah just turn it on and turn it off right yes and you wouldn't have to buy anything you wouldn't have to go to the grocery store you 
wouldn't have to worry that you need to replace your sneakers. You would never have to pay rent. Well, see, this is what I this is what I worry about because I think it's like because I was a big Twilight Zone head. I always think you have to pay for it somehow. Well, you mean? Well, I mean, I'm you, sure there's like unperks. <laughs> <laughs> There, there are uh, there are unperks to being a ghost. <laughs> Less than perks. <laughs> you said, ah, uh, you know, you wouldn't have to eat, you wouldn't have to pay rent, but I feel like there's always a trade-off. Yeah, I don't have to eat, but I'm always hungry and I can't eat. So listen to me. I don't think me. you would be hungry if you were a ghost, though. Because you wouldn't have a body. I mean, maybe your soul would be hungry. I think <laughs> hunger. I think hunger is not physical. Hunger is just a perception, right? Hunger is like abstract. Hung- like when you want something to eat, it's because your your stomach is sending signals to your brain. Yeah, and then your brain is in control of it. That's what it's like being thirsty. It's all mental. <laughs> I don't think you could starve to death or you could uh, die of thirst. So that shows that your desire to eat and drink would be something that is a physical necessity. Oh, I meant thirsty like when you message somebody at like 2 a.m. And you're like... (laughs) I wonder if ghosts can masturbate. Probably not. I think that if ghosts could get themselves off, I think that we would hear more about it. The fact that they spend so much time dragging chains around... (laughs) And hooting Mm -hmm. and just like appearing in the background of someone's picture. Yeah. I just think if they could, they would. I don't think they can. Because eternity is a long time. You're going to you're going to do that. Yeah. So 32 percent of people polled believe in ghosts. Really? Mm -hmm. I mean, I I probably overthink it. I, I think I probably overthink a lot of things. If somebody asked me if I believed in ghosts, I would say yes. But I was also, you know how they how they come out with these polls every year and they say, 11% of high school students say that they've tried heroin. <laughs> they would give you the poll in high school. And I mean, I don't know what you would do, but I would go down the poll and they would be like, at what age did you first have sex? And I was like, long time ago. They're like, what kind of drugs do you use? And I'd be like, all of them. <laughs> like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna give you guys good data. Look, long before, uh, you know, you guys had to do fake stuff on Facebook to make sure they didn't nail down your profile. I was telling the school administrators I was like smoking ketamine. Well, I mean, anonymously, I wouldn't, you know walk up to my guidance counselor and be like, do you have any advice for uh, a 16-year-old that's in a (laughs) (laughs) K-hole? So 18% of Americans say they have seen a ghost. Okay, I have never seen a ghost. Yeah. You've seen a ghost, right? I've seen a ghost. I have never publicly told my story. (laughs) Oh, the time I saw a ghost. Because <laughs> it's so fucked up that it makes me sound like I'm crazy. I totally believe you, though. I think the parties involved in the story also lend a bit of credibility to it. Well, sure. Well, uh... I'm not. I, for, I'm not someone who is like into that kind of stuff in general. And then my friends who who I lived with at the time is very. She's pretty straight laced. Yeah. So when did you see the ghost? Okay, so I was like 20 or 21, and. I was staying at my friend's house, and she had just moved in there, like, a couple years prior. Yeah. And 
So I had a room in her house. I was hanging out in the room, right? And I was reading a magazine, because that's what we did back then, like, before people were on the computer as much as they are now. Yeah. Like, I was just chilling, like, looking at a magazine, like, smoking cigarettes or whatever. And I'm sitting there, and I look up, and there's this dude in my room. Yeah. And I was like, okay, well, this guy's here to murder me or something like that, because it didn't look like anything. It looked like a dude. Like, just- it just looked like a dude. You just looked up and he was suddenly there. Mm-hmm. And, and I will tell you exactly what he looked like. He was maybe like about your height or maybe like an inch or two taller than you. And he had like wavy brown hair that was real short. And he had wire rim glasses on. And he had on a sage green polo shirt. Okay. Right. That, that was tucked into a pair of khakis. He looked like a substitute teacher <laughs> or like a guy who worked at the bank. Or something. He was like seriously the most boringest looking dude I've ever seen, <laughs> and so that was like made it even more like credible. Like there's some random dude who's fucking crazy, and he just got into my house somehow. That's like school shooter. Yes, and I looked up and I fucking made eye contact with him, and yeah. I was like, shit. And so in my head, I'm like, okay, so this guy's gonna kill me or something. And I was like, maybe I can just like lean back and kind of try to pretend like I'm sleeping. <laughs> And, and give him a chance to leave. <laughs> yeah. And that was, like, my solution. And I kind of w- did that. And I was, like, under, under my magazine a little bit. And I looked up over it. And he gave me this look, like, like if your dad came in your room and, like, there was pizza boxes and, like, a whole bunch of cups from the kitchen. Like, he just gave me, like, a really dirty look. Like, he, you could be doing a better job keeping your room clean. <laughs> like, just, like, a really bummed out dad look. Yeah. And then I put the magazine back up. I kind of tilted my head again so I, I couldn't see him yeah and then i looked up again and he was gone when he was there he was like he mo- was just standing there but he was like moving around it wasn't just like he i saw him walk in like his body was moving and he was like yeah 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 but so like there was the room and there's like the little alcove before the door right i don't think the door ever opened because i looked back up and he was gone the door was closed when i was there and it was closed after he left and i did not hear the door open or close so I was like, I don't fucking know what that was about. And I went and I was like running around the house. I was trying to figure out what the fuck was going on. And like no one else is there. No one's, and like we have an ADT system in the house. And you were in the house alone. Yeah. Then. Oh yeah. It was, at, it was like in the evening, but it wasn't like really super late. And that's another thing is that I don't fall asleep. You could vouch for that. I don't take snoozes. I don't nap. I don't doze off, like, at times I'm not supposed to. That's, like, not how my body is set up, right? Yeah. And it was really early in the evening. It was, like, 7 p.m. or something like that. And I was reading a magazine. And, you know, <laughs> I was sitting up in my bed reading a magazine. So, AT system's still on. No one's in the house. And so I was like, I guess that's, I guess I'm just going to have to do whatever. I'm just hang out. And I, like, you know, went to bed later on. Because I, I just, I had no idea what the fuck was going on. All I could think of was, like, was it a fucking ghost? <laughs> what the fuck was, and I, and, I, <laughs> and so the next day I go, to my, my, my roommate is, is there the next morning, and I mentioned to her, her what happened, and I thought I saw a ghost, and I told her what he looked like, and she told me it was the dude she bought the house off of who had just died. No. She said I described him perfectly. <laughs> And I looked him up, and I know his name. Uh. <laughs> I know he was from Marion, also. Oh, no. So maybe he was like, maybe that was enough to make him manifest. He's like, this girl's from Marion, too. <laughs> wow. 
But I knew so his he died. I, so I knew where he worked. Like, I- <laughs> so he died. So did he die in the house? I don't think so. I think they ha- he had to go and stay. And assist- he went to like some kind of hospice or something and die. But yeah, so that was it. You never and you never saw him again nope. after that. I never saw him again. He was dis. I think he, he was, was an accountant, which is why he looked so boring. Oh, you looked him up and he was an accountant. Yeah, he was an accountant. <sighs> <laughs> so that is my my ghost story, which is like it makes it's so fucking weird and creepy, and there's like no mystery to it. <laughs> But your your friend had not said anything about... No. It was not as though you had foreknowledge of it. No, absolutely not. And you were there, and then suddenly there was an accountant in your room. <laughs> and he never came back, yeah. So what do you think... Ha- what is your explanation for what happened? It doesn't make any sense to me. So I'm just like, well, just move past that point in my life and <laughs> do something else. <laughs> I'm just going to pretend that unsolved mystery never took place. (laughs) I'm just going to walk forward from here. Yeah, yeah. And you never saw him again. Mm -hmm. I'm like immediately searching. I'm like, maybe he came to tell you something, but he didn't say shit. No, he was just like pissed off that I had like all my laundry on the floor. (laughs) That's exactly, that's exactly, that was all he communicated to me. Was he (laughs) looking? Was he looking at your laundry? He was kind of like looking around and like he had a really disappointed look on his face. It was kind of a cool house, right? Yeah, it was, yeah, it was pretty cool house. You know, he didn't know what was going on. Kind of like, I don't want to do spoiler, but like Sixth Sense. Like he didn't. <laughs> oh, you think he was like, he didn't know he was dead? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's like, what is all this shit in my house? I think that's a common, I'll, I'll put it this way. If you've ever lost consciousness, which is which has happened to me rarely, you always have this experience of waking up totally fresh, like tabula rasa, like you have... No idea. You're doing a cold reboot. Mm-hmm. You have no idea where you are or what's going on. I would imagine that if you died and then you were like a ghost, it's just like you would wake up and you'd be like, all right, what day is it? You go look at the calendar. You don't know you're a ghost. <laughs> <laughs> And you're like, okay, well, you know, it's May. I guess I got to go do this thing. And you go and you take a shower. And, like, you don't notice that the water's going through your body or whatever. (laughs) And you uh, go and you do your thing. And you go in your house. And there's somebody in your fucking house. And you're like, why are you in my house? Why is all your fucking laundry? Why are you smoking inside? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's, that was the vibe I got. <laughs> yeah, that would definitely happen. No, I remember uh, the one time. The one time that I remember that I lost consciousness really hard was, and this was totally my fault. I was trying to smoke a black and mild, like it was a cigarette. And classic. I, I looked it up. <laughs> I looked it up later, and it has like a hundred cigarettes worth of nicotine in it. <laughs> So I, I just got really dizzy and just like slammed my head on the desk. It was fine. It, it was like the the coldest waking up I ever had. Like I woke <laughs> up and I was like, who am I? <laughs> that's what I imagine being. That's what I imagine being a ghost is like. Yeah. 
Yeah. But I've never seen a ghost. But I I asked around, and uh, my buddy Marvin, who works at a... It's called the Cleveland Area Paranormal Society. He told me that some people in Cleveland have very often seen a ghost in Cleveland, and it was... Uh, I imagine there's a lot of ghosts in Cleveland. Cleveland seems like it'd be ripe for it. It's very old. Mm-hmm. You know, Columbus is relatively new, but Cleveland is a pretty old place, and there was a lot of industry there, mm-hmm. right? But he told me that there was a uh, a German guy named Hannes Tiedemann, and it's a building called the Franklin Castle. And what happened is there was this convoluted story where... This guy ended up being rich, but like his sister met somebody and then he died and then he ended up with his money. He took all of the bricks from this building he knew in his childhood and remade it in Cleveland (laughs) because he was like, well, I guess I'm in Cleveland now, so I guess I'll have this building. But he remade it and he put in a bunch of secret passageways, but he has been seen People have seen him dressed in old-timey clothes, Mm -hmm. probably with, like, coal on them. Because that's how you signify people from, like, the early 1900s. He was fancy. He'd have fancy clothes on. Maybe he had... He wouldn't be covered in coal. He'd be covered in, like, fancy... He had a maid, Mm -hmm. and then he was engaged to his maid, and she was like, yeah, I guess. And then she ended up marrying somebody else, so he killed her. Hmm. Which is, like... That's not very chill. (laughs) There are better ways to handle that. (laughs) So there's a cemetery nearby. Right by this Franklin Castle, there's a cemetery. And people have reported seeing some old guy asking people for a ride to this Franklin Castle. So the ghost is trying to get back to the castle? The ghost is trying to get back to the castle, but he's apparently been seen on, like, Interstate 90. (laughs) Like on an off-ramp. Like, you know where the guys stand and they're like, ah, you know, I'm hungry. He's chilling there. Here's the thing is that, okay, so this guy has been seen around. Mm -hmm. And he had like this sort of H.H. Holmes house where there were like secret passageways. There's like the thing uh, my buddy said they he had like a bookcase where you pull a book out like classic spy shit, right? Mm-hmm. So this Cleveland Paranormal Society, they take people on tours and they show them all this spooky stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Well, here's the thing is, you know, people will say, oh, I saw Hannes Tiedemann. You know, I saw this phantasm by the side of the highway, right? (laughs) And it's like, yeah, right. And Because, you know, you can't really trust random people that are out and about, right? The Paranormal Society had something. I don't think this is something where they go around with the ghost meters. (laughs) Yeah. They're not, it's not like a show on the History Channel where they go around with the little meters and they're like, if you can hear me, knock twice. <laughs> I, they don't do that. They just go and they tour like historical locations yeah. and they say, you know, there's spooky stuff like murders and spooky stuff happened around here. It's like pretty cool. They had this little contest where they said, okay, you know, take pictures and the creepiest photo you can take, we're going to judge. And the creepiest photo you can take will give you some kind of prize, mm-hmm. right? And there were people in the Franklin Castle yeah. where this Hannes Tiedemann, he built this. And there were people and and somebody brought one of those nice SLR cameras that does like burst photos and all this. They did a tour, and there was a lady who took photos, and 
she took a bunch of burst photos and she was going back over the photos and she starts yelling. And everybody goes over and they look at the camera and there's like a bunch of photos in the row where there's nothing and there's nothing and there's nothing. And then in one of the photos, there is, and my buddy Marvin says it's not a smudge, it's not one of those orbs, <laughs> but there is a woman's face and body dressed in old timey clothes, all in white, in the window, staring at her. And he said, look, I'm the least ghosty. <laughs> Of all the people who work in a paranormal society, yes. Yeah, yeah, he's the least he's the least uh, paranormal guy, I guess. But uh, he said, "I have I have no way to explain this." But that's the uh, that's the Franklin Castle in Cleveland. So, were any of their members on the tour when this happened? Yeah, one of the members took that photo. They were touring around, and this is where this this maid was supposed to be, who was killed by this German guy who made a new spy house out of his old house. <laughs> uh, ghosts are awesome. So, so uh, thanks, thanks, Marvin. Uh, they're the Cleveland Paranormal Society. So if you look them up, they seem like fun. The orbs. I I don't I don't believe in orbs. <laughs> No, the orbs are not real. See, here's the thing is we're built to find patterns in things. You know, you can try and experiment where you look at rocks or you look at, you know, some high pile carpet and you look at it and you look at it. And eventually you'll see something that looks like a word or a face or something else. Mm -hmm. We're just built yeah. for pattern recognition. People will take photos and they'll see like some glitch in a photo they took and say, oh, this is, uh, this is some kind of spirit or something like that. Mm -hmm. Where clearly it's a moat of dust that caught a flash. Yeah, yeah. The orbs, I'm not, I'm not sold on the orbs. Give me some people in old timey clothes though. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you can't explain that shit. No. Although, the guy who is, like, haunting the side of 90 <laughs> in Cleveland, <laughs> if I saw that guy, I would just be driving by and be like, oh, that guy's dressed weird. <laughs> just keep on going. <laughs> like, that would be the extent of my... my uh... <laughs> hey, did you see that? There's a weird guy at Advance Auto Parts. <laughs> Close looked old. <laughs> he was a steampunk. <laughs> not a, isn't that a euphemism, Cleveland steampunk? Oh, that doesn't sound good, whatever it is. <laughs> In medieval times, I think that is when they had more of a reasoning and stuff behind their ghost stories that they have recorded, right? So we know a little bit about what they thought was going on, right? Yeah. So in the Middle Ages, people believed that there was two types of ghosts. Either they are the souls of some people or they're demons. Oh, okay. They also believed that if a person was a ghost, then that meant that their soul was in purgatory and that they were there doing some kind of specific penance. If they saw ghosts, they would always ask them what they were there for. And they would be like, what is your purpose by the name of God? And then they're like, okay, so if they did that, yeah. then if it was a demon, they would leave because they said God. Oh, yeah. If it was a regular ghost, the regular ghost would then tell them why they were there. Like, that was what they said happened. 
in general, I suppose. So the interesting thing about medieval ghosts is that they didn't think that they were like wispy see-through guys. They thought they were like... Like, regular, like, had bodies. Corporeal? Yeah. Okay. So there are stories from that era of people who would, like, wrestle ghosts and, re- <laughs> and restrain them. Yeah. yeah. And hold them pl- until they can get a priest to come for the ghost to say confession to. Because they, th- yeah. they thought that that would save them. Would they, like, suplex the ghost? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wrestling a ghost would be the sickest fucking thing. Mm-hmm. Like they thought that the ghost just looked like a regular person, only they looked like real shitty. Yeah, like it looked like it looked like that person on like their worst looking day, and then also be like a little gray around the face or something like that. Like they just look like sick. Yeah. So like I mean, probably like a, like a zombie kind of thing, but like not quite. Just like very low key zombie, not like the the modern zombies. Yeah. 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 I like to, I, now this makes me want to see a ghost. I'm wandering around and there's like a weird apparition in the parking lot and he's like, oh, I, oh, I'm going to haunt you. And I'd be like, in the name of God, what are you doing? And he'd be like, okay, look. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You know, self-checkout. <laughs> and I'd be like, yeah, yeah, I know. I prefer that. Right. And he would say, okay, well, what I would do is I would go to self-checkout and I would get bulk goods and i would go and i would put 4011 which is bananas and then the ghost would be like and i'm freaking in limbo because i used to get granola i used to get almonds i used to get all kinds of sick shit just and i said it was bananas so i only had to (laughs) i paid like 79 cents for it (laughs) and i'd be like well that are you sure that you're not you're not the ghost in the story? <laughs> <laughs> I don't do that. I don't do that anymore. I I used to do that when I was very young. Yeah. So okay. So uh, in Irish folklore, there is a ghost that is called a fetch. Okay. And that is when you can see your own ghost. Really? Mm-hmm. So what? So if you have if you see your own ghost, what is your own ghost? It's like a ghost doppelganger of you. So is that kind of like out-of-body experience, or are you like looking at your afterlife? I am not sure if that that particular... No one's one's figured out what the fetch is. (laughs) Apparently, like, it's really bad news if you see it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to be straight up with you. Yeah, if I was chilling and I saw myself and I was like, whoa. (laughs) I'd be like, shit. (laughs) Like, this is not... This is not good. Yeah, so if you see one of those guys, it usually is a sign that you're probably going to (laughs) die. Well, yeah. That's why I think all this stuff is plausible, just because the human brain is just not really that good at anything. No, it's not. On a great day, the human brain can peel back like 1% of reality. Take the three smartest guys that ever lived, right? Mm -hmm. And I'm not picking out only men. I'm just saying these were people who got clout in society partially because they were men. But look, let's take uh, Albert Einstein Mm -hmm. and Ben Franklin Mm -hmm. and Martin Luther King. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, so here's what they did is they, uh, Albert Einstein figured out how fast is light. Mm -hmm. (laughs) 
Yeah. Ben Franklin figured out that electricity is something. <laughs> and Martin Luther King figured out that everyone should be equal. Mm-hmm. So these are the smartest people. Yes, these truths are self-evident. Look, I'm not going to I'm not going to diminish anybody's legacy. You take the very best people that have ever existed, the end game of what they have come up with is Hey, number one, light is fast. Uh-huh. So look, the human brain is not particularly great. We are not going to make it through the climate change. Like some people are going to make it through and then there's going to be like evolution and stuff. If we see ghosts, effectively ghosts are real to us. When you hide something from a baby, the baby doesn't have object permanence and the mm-hmm. baby doesn't know where it went. And the baby's like, where's my fucking giraffe? Mm-hmm. My fucking giraffe is gone. You bring the giraffe back and the baby's like, the giraffe has materialized. Mm-hmm. That's what we're like with ghosts. We just don't understand the, like the space-time continuum. Yeah. I didn't believe in ghosts before I saw a ghost. And after I saw a ghost, I'm still skeptical. What do you think the rational explanation is? I don't know. No idea. <laughs> <laughs> if anyone had an idea. Well, you know what? People have a lot of ideas what ghosts could be. <laughs> you want to take a chance and guess on some of these things on my list? It's time for this quiz. <laughs> oh, I would... Uh... <laughs> I would love to take a quiz. I did okay on the last quiz. Yeah, you did. I have a very long list this time. Um, let me count them up. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14. I'll give you seven chances to get five of them. But what is the quiz? What am I guessing? <laughs> <laughs> People who like to pee in people's begonias. Bathtub shitters, if you will. Who are like, no, ghosts aren't real. I have all these very scientific reasons that these are ghosts are not real. So here's my reasons. That's not a ghost. It is actually this thing. Okay. So what I'm asking you is to list is the rational explanations. Um, it's actually an animal. No. That is not a rational. <laughs> <laughs> like if you are in your house and you hear chains dragging on the floor and you're like, shit, like. I don't anyone hears chains i think that is like a ghost of christmas past yeah i mean that's like the one um just a normal guy by the (laughs) by the interstate no (laughs) (laughs) i'm keeping track of your turns here okay um you know i'm generous yeah i know (laughs) um they were asleep and they were dreaming waking dreams Waking dreams? Yes, those are also called hypnagogic hallucinations, which is when when you're like halfway falling asleep and and you have like weird shit going on. I've had that happen before. You're three guesses deep, four more guesses. Low blood sugar, right? Like you need to re-up? No. Okay, that's a no. (laughs) So low. Cranky, cranky from being hungry. (laughs) No. I think a great explanation for ghosts or people having, you know, visual and auditory disturbances that they perceive would be grief if they're very sad or upset about the loss of a loved one. No. No? 
Yeah. Okay. Um, and this is things that make people think they have seen a ghost. Mm-hmm. I've seen it. <laughs> <laughs> I think we just heard a ghost on, on the podcast. times did i guess you have two more guesses do people ever think they saw a ghost and it was a mailman or a janitor or a landscaper like they're at work no late at <laughs> it's not on the list <laughs> that's not like a scientific explanation <laughs> like just think about it though okay you're at work late at night and you're just trying <laughs> You're just trying to make those numbers go in. <laughs> Accounts receivable. <laughs> and you hear a weed whacker start up, mm-hmm. and it's like, and you're like, shit, it's night. Like, maybe it's the ghost of the guy who used to weed whack here. <laughs> right? But it's maybe. just the... <laughs> But it's just but it's just the guy who currently weed wax there and he had shit happening. He mm-hmm. had to go to the bank. He had a, a dentist appointment and so he was just he was finishing he up. He was doing a little extracurricular whacking afterward. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you have one more guess. I have one more guess. Yes. <laughs> I would say like wind or something okay, outside, like a natural occurrence. Air pressure changes. Air pressure changes. So that was be. very generous. Thank you. Uh, so that would that would account for like your door opens. The door to our bedroom does that all the time. Like in the bathroom. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I don't think our bathroom is haunted. So our house is not haunted I wish because it was. we. I am glad it's not haunted, and that's where we're different. <laughs> So, do you want to hear the list? Absolutely. They think that it might be sleep paralysis. Yeah, so that's where you can't wake up, but you're dreaming, Mm -hmm. and then you can't move because your brain is (laughs) shut down like the moving circuits, Mm -hmm. right? But then you're still dreaming, but then like your eyes are open, but then you're like tripping out, right? Yeah, yeah. That's scary shit. I'm glad that doesn't happen to me. I've read about that. Yeah. They say that having like... The humidity get fucked up can make, like, your house creak and your floors creak. So humidity. Humidity? They say that some things like condensation can, like, collect in electronics and make them do weird shit, like poltergeist. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So if somebody's watching TV and it, like, clicks off and stuff, they're Mm -hmm. like, oh, it's a dose. (laughs) Oh, God. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. They say that it could be people could have things going on in their peripheral vision because your peripheral vision isn't as accurate as your frontal vision. And so you can have things going on here and you could think it's something, but it's not anything. Peripheral vision. Yeah, peripheral vision stuff going on and you misidentifying what's happening. So another reason would be pareidolia, which is when you recognize faces in, in things that are not faces. That's like when they had that whole thing in Weekly World News. Do you remember that? I oh, use the face of Satan over this dumpster fire. <laughs> I use uh, the Weekly World News was so good. I read that so much when I was that a was, kid. Yeah, 
I love that shit. Um, they say people could be hallucinating, which, you know, that's just a cop out. It's easy yeah. to say people are hallucinating. You're just hallucinating. Yeah. I have hallucinated very rarely. It just doesn't happen that much. Yeah. Some people say it could have something to do with ball lightning. I don't have any fucking idea what that means. Because, like, ball lightning is bullshit anyway. <laughs> I've never seen ball lightning. And I've seen a ghost. <laughs> <laughs> So maybe my ghost is an explanation for ball lightning. I've, I've never, and I've never, I've never talked to anyone else who's seen ball lightning. Have I've you never, seen ball lightning? I've never seen what? <laughs> if you've seen ball lightning, email us. <laughs> Some science guys are like, well, maybe it's like a variance in the magnetic field and it makes your brain kind of tweak out a little bit. That makes sense because you can do, you've heard of that transcranial magnetic stimulation, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. That's where they put the helmet on you and that's never a good sign. No. When a doctor puts a helmet on you, you're like, shit. <laughs> like, All right, I'm screwed. This is... <laughs> No, magnetic changes can definitely affect your perception of things, for sure. Mm -hmm. Also, uh, they think that uh, infrasound can cause uh, the gloomy kind of thing where you walk walk in somewhere and it gives you, like, anxiety. Oh, yeah. Or, like, it makes you feel real bummed out or make make you feel like someone's watching you or, like, it gets real cold. In infrasound, this is, like, vibrations in... Air pressure, because that's effectively what sound is, right? Mm -hmm. And infrasound means below 20 hertz, right? Mm -hmm. So subsonic vibrations that are affecting the air pressure, and then you perceive it as, you don't perceive it as sound. You perceive it as some kind of other sensation. bummed out. So something that's interesting is that it is mainly English folklore that has specific locations being haunted as opposed to the ghosts just doing whatever they want and going wherever they want. Other cultures and other folklore, like the, like the, it's not the location itself. There's, it's not like the haunted house. It is like an English culture thing. They're the only ones that think that a ghost is tied to a location. Yeah. So they, maybe they know more about ghosts than we do. If you were a ghost and you didn't have to be, you didn't have to hang out in some shitty old castle, right? Mm-hmm. There's uh, some some sirens going by, and all the neighborhood dogs are just like howling. Do you guys hear that? <laughs> it's very spooky like ghosts so i thought for a second we were gonna have a real ghost on our podcast yeah side note listen if you're a ghost uh, <laughs> you want to be on a podcast today now's the time look if you're a ghost you could be on any podcast <laughs> <laughs> but we simply ask you <laughs> <laughs> that would really be great for us getting some leverage like on, we would very much go viral. <laughs> <laughs> Look, if you are in the afterlife and you are cursed, or you simply have an obligation to walk the land unsatisfied in my <laughs> house or elsewhere, you know, uh, go on Garbage Brain University. <laughs> uh, so, have you ever heard? of the Greenbrier ghost. No, what is it? The Greenbrier ghost is the only ghost to 
have had testimony taken and presented in court as part of a trial. (laughs) (laughs) How did they get testimony from a ghost? Okay, so there was this woman, and her name was Zona Hester Shue. She married this dude in 1896. Okay, yeah. So her bag was that she had an illegitimate child, which back then was like, whoa, buddy. And so she was like in a hurry to marry somebody. And so she married this dude. And her mom didn't like him, but she still married him. And uh, so he got married in 1896, in October of 1896. On January 23rd of 1897, so barely any time at all after that, like four months. Yeah. Three months. More like three months, right? Three months later... Her husband sends his like assistant back to his house to ask his wife if he wa- if she wanted him to get anything at the store, right? Yeah. And so the kid goes back to the house, and Zona Shoe is on the ground of her house, and the kid is like, "Oh, hey, lady, what's going on?" And like she obviously looks fucked up, right? Yeah. He he's like, "Okay, I'm gonna go get help," and so he runs out, tells the dude that his wife's on the ground. And then he runs to try to get the doctor, right? And since this is the olden times, it took the doctor, like, more than an hour to get there. And so by the time the doctor got there, the dude, uh, Edward Shue, (laughs) had taken his wife upstairs, changed her into her best Sunday clothes. Okay. And put a veil on her and everything. Like, he took her upstairs and just got her ready to send to the cemetery. And when the doctor got there, he was like... Going, like, over-the-top, hysterical, overly rot. Like, he was interfering with the doctor's ability to examine her. And so they buried her. And her mom didn't like the guy. And she's like, that, that doesn't just sit, that doesn't sit well with me, right? Right. She was like, ah, whatever. And she started, she started, uh, moving on with her life. And then, one at night, her daughter shows up at her house. <laughs> Zona Shu shows up. And over the course of four nights, she tells her mom how Edward killed her. Oh. She told her mother that he got angry when she told him that she didn't have any meat to cook for dinner that night. He attacked her and broke her neck. And the quote, the ghost specified that he squeezed her head off at the first vertebrae on her neck. And her mother said that in order to, like, illustrate what had happened when she was telling her about this, she was rotating her head, like, 360 degrees on her neck. Yeah. To prove to her mom, like, what happened, right? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) And so her mom was, like, obviously, like, freaked out as fuck. And this is before... And this is eighteen. This is eighteen ninety seven. Mm-hmm. So this is before the Exorcist. Yes, yes. So her mom's like freaked out, and she's like, "I don't know what the fuck to do." And so she, there's no evidence that he did anything. Yeah. But she she went to the prosecutor and told him what happened, and he didn't believe what she told him. But enough of the other details were fishy, like about how he dressed her and stuff, and through that he that he went ahead and said, "Okay, we can do exhumation on her." And so he ordered exhumation and an autopsy of her, right? They dig her up, they do the autopsy of her, and her neck is broken exactly the same way that her ghost said. And her trachea was crushed, like someone had strangled her. But her neck was broken in exactly the way that the ghost had told her mom that. I don't like that. After they did the autopsy, they went and got her husband, right? Yeah. And it started coming out that he was like a really bad dude and no one knew about it. He had been a horse thief. (laughs) He had two previous wives. One of his wives he beat and the second one died mysteriously of a head injury. Yeah, no mystery, right? And so they're like, this guy's bad. And so they brought this guy to trial and they weren't going to have um, anyone testify about the ghost testimony. Yeah. But... Edward's lawyer brought 
Zona's mother to the stand because he wanted to make her look like she was crazy. She got on the stand and told everybody exactly what happened with the ghost, and they found him guilty and sent him to prison. Wow. So hardly any evidence at all. So the jury believed her. Mm-hmm. The jury believed the ghost story. Mm-hmm. That the ghost came to the mother of the deceased and said, this is how I was killed. But it was corroborated by the coroner's yeah. evidence. It was exactly, she, she told him what, that, what vertebrae was broken. I don't have any logical explanation for that. No. And you can look her up online. There's photos of her, what she looked like before she was a ghost. This is the only time that the only time. evidence was, was submitted in a court of law. But it turned out to be true. Mm-hmm. I like I said I'm a I'm a major Twilight Zone head. I love that shit. I love horror movies. I wrote for a while on an app where it was like a paranormal app, mm-hmm. and the idea was that there were spooky stories, and you would click through and you would read the stories. And I wrote them under a pseudonym, and I I'm not gonna I'm not gonna bust myself out on this pseudonym, but real tap to read story heads. <laughs> Look, if you if you uh, if you are a real tap to read story subscriber head, you might know. Uh, Hi, y'all. Yeah, yeah. I wrote many stories about paranormal activity, and one of them actually I completely cribbed. And and I'll absolutely give her credit. A paranormal story from Natalie's family. And this story is basically the grandmother of the family reappeared in the house and she was there and she didn't want to eat food and she's the grandma, right? And then eventually you come to learn that she is dead and she's rotten in the house. And this is something that actually happened. (laughs) I want, Natalie, <laughs> I think now is the time. I think you need to tell the story of Nanny. <laughs> oh. So, first off, it's not real. <laughs> it is It is the creation of a relative who has, like, dementia. This relative is in her early 80s, maybe. Yeah. Late 70s, early 80s. Her grandmother is Nanny. Nanny died, like, in the 80s, and she was, like, 100, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, my relative, who who is the one who relayed the story of Nanny to me, has a caretaker role with this older, older relative. We'll call her Sally. So Sally is this old lady who lives in her home. My relative has a caretaker role with her, and she goes and checks on her and things like that, like, every day. So she goes over over Sally's house, and Sally is like, well, Nanny came home last night. And my relative is like, okay, and she's just kind of, like, letting it go, like, rolling with it, right? She tells my relative about how she went down in the basement and Nanny was down in the basement. She was making her coffee and stuff and she was going to try to get her to move upstairs. <laughs> because she was down in the basement and that's like not real nice. But she's like, she has a bedroom upstairs and this and that. And she's going to try to get her to move upstairs. 
And my relative's like, okay, cool. Well, let's go to your doctor's appointment and do this. And, and like, let's not talk about Nanny. <laughs> right? Like a week or so goes by and she goes over there. And and Nanny, Nanny is dead. She died in the 80s. Right, right. And this She's happened very, very recently. Yes, yes. This happened like within the last four or five years. Yeah. So a couple weeks later, she goes over there. She's going to take her to some kind of family reunion or something. And... Sally is in the kitchen and she's making making food to bring to this party and there's like two stations where cooking is happening. Yeah. And she's like, Oh well, you know, I got Nanny to come up and she was gonna make she was gonna make meatloaf and she but then she decided she didn't feel like making it, so she went to lay down. And she's like, Okay, like she had her like she had two stations set up, like two people were cooking and then and then one of them left before my relative got there. And she still thinks this is weird. And she goes to the thing, and they try to, like, just brush it off, like, whatever. <laughs> so it goes goes back there again. She walks in the house, and there's, like, a table in the kitchen, and there's a whole bunch of, like, house dresses, like those things that old ladies wear. Yeah. Like, folded up on the table. And my relative was talking to her, and she's like, oh, yeah, well, I had a bunch of house dresses, and well, I got a bunch of house dresses, and because I, w- I thought Nanny might want to change her clothes because, like, what she has on right now is, like, not great. <laughs> and I tried to get her some house dresses, but she just folded them up and put them back out here because she, she just couldn't use them. She didn't want them. And, and my daughter was like, oh, yeah, well, what's going on with that? She's like, well, I think I got the wrong size. Like, I, I knew what size Nanny wore. But, like, I went and got her size, and there's not as much there of her as there was. So she's, like, a lot smaller. <laughs> like she was like basically saying that it was nanny's like rotting corpse and so she had like lost a lot of weight from that (laughs) so your your relative was seeing in her mind in her mind's eye she was seeing her grandmother Mm -hmm. her grandmother's corpse alive in the house Mm -hmm. but she was totally like that didn't seem to bother her at all i don't think like she was she was she was fine with it the most distress or anything that she that she seemed to show was that she was like bummed out that she wasn't eating very much because i guess she didn't have like functioning organs (laughs) and so she would she would only drink coffee and then like her her house dresses were too big on her Oh. Like that was like aside from that, there they were making meatloaf and having a great old time. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think that counts as a ghost if you see somebody and then they're visibly dead and like they're rotting, right? I don't know. I mean, I don't. I think it's a kind of ghost. I think I think it was just an old lady who was having some problems, but they were extremely graphic and extremely specific in a way that was unnerving to many people. Yeah, it's like when older people get dementia and stuff, you have to like interact with them in a certain way, just like to keep them feeling okay about things and everything else. And so, well, the rotting corpse of an old lady making meatloaf in, in the house. Yeah, yeah, my yeah, my experience with older relatives with dementia is, is not that it involves rotting corpses. Yeah, that's just like, that's a bit, I've never heard of that happening with people with dementia, which is another reason it was real creepy. And it was just a little bit like two night of the living dead. <laughs> well, it, and it was effectively a ghost because if somebody is dead and they come back, 
All we have in this world is what we perceive. Hmm. Well, okay. So I just remembered what the actual exact quote was when Sally was talking about Manny and the house dresses. Yeah. She said that they did not fit her because there wasn't much of her left. That was the, it took me a second to remember what the exact quote was, but that's what it was. There wasn't much of her left. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so we're going to do this, and this is a first on a podcast, and you've never heard this before. You've never seen this before. We are right now live. <laughs> we're going to do... A Ouija session. <laughs> That's we right. Bought, we went. We went and bought a Ouija board. Right? I think and, you had to go across from me. Okay. And we have the heart. You need to rotate yourself also. I have to rotate myself? This shit sucks. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to use it to see if there's any presence. <laughs> Who wants Here, to be on the podcast? If there's... Yes, if there's any... <laughs> <laughs> if there's any presence <laughs> here that wants to be on the podcast... Is there rules? But they're on the back of the box. Whether you call it Ouija or Ouija, the Ouija board spells fun. That's not what I'm here for, but... Ask it a question and see what answer the mystifying oracle will reveal to you. You just put your hands on it. If you guys have never seen this, it's kind of like a, a divination thing. So you isn't it just one set of two fingers? Yeah, yeah, it's it's two fingers, and you you keep your fingers on it. It supposedly moves with like messages for you. Okay. Are you a ghost that wants to be on a podcast? Okay. We're, <laughs> we're holding... Okay, so we've got the Ouija oracle. <laughs> mm-hmm. We've got the heart centered on the letter T, and we're just going to keep our hands on it, and we're going to see what happens. What was the question you asked? Are you a ghost that wants to be on a podcast? <laughs> Okay. Well, I saw it move, but I saw it, but like you were, you were like shuffling, you were moving. Okay. It's still on T. (laughs) In the letter T, if you guys have never seen a Ouija board, the T is in the middle of the board. So either, so I, I phrased my question, are you a ghost that wants to be on a podcast? Because if it answers yes, then he wants to be on the podcast. If he answers no... That means he's a ghost that does not want to be on a podcast. So do you have to say it aloud? Is that what you do with a Ouija board? I don't know. You know you know what I know about Ouija boards? While we're waiting. <laughs> <laughs> Is that Morrissey song called Ouija board? Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. But that's a pretty good one, I guess. Do you feel... Do you feel like you're holding... Do you feel like there's something pulling against your fingers? Do you feel like there's a force being exerted and you're like holding it over the T? Because <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not exerting any force at all. And it's still on T. Just... I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm barely touching it. 
I thought that was the name of the game. I'm barely touching it as well with two fingers, which is like... Well, I'll say the little needle is now uh, on the right side of the T. And it's going a little low. It's near, it's like at the bottom serif of it. Two so, our ghost reel. Two fingers is the gentleman's <laughs> limit. I'm just trying to. <laughs> the gentleman's <laughs> limit. <laughs> I'm just. <laughs> Two fingers. <laughs> the gentleman's <laughs> limit. <laughs> Oh, oh, it's almost on you. Oh, what does that mean? Maybe it's being really slow about going to no, it does not want to be on the podcast. I think if we had a ghost and the ghost was extremely (laughs) slow and lazy, then we would know it was our ghost. (laughs) See, now we're over the you. See, you might be thinking, I wish I had a video of this, but... Just imagine in your mind's eye, right? Imagine a Ouija board and the fucking Ouija is not moving. It's on you now. It's moving because I'm laughing and I'm, I'm, my body cannot stay still. It is moving because of spirits. We should plank while we do this. Because that's like when you do your body and it doesn't move. Oh, like uh, light as a feather, stiff as a board. <laughs> like uh, CrossFit. <laughs> <laughs> this episode, you know what it's making me want to do? This what? episode is making me want to do ASMR. <laughs> <laughs> is that what they call it? I don't care what they call it. I think we're too stupid to do Ouija, dude. <laughs> We can't get our Ouija board to do anything. (laughs) (laughs) I think it's not moving because he's not doing a very good job of holding his end of the planchette down. show's over thanks guys <laughs> thanks for doing ghost with us next week we'll learn something more real than ghosts well you know we'll see what happens next week uh we what did you learn today about ghosts though i learned maybe that ouija boards don't work if you're an asshole <laughs> i think that's likely <laughs> and uh Thank you for listening. Uh, thank you for participating in our Ouija board experiment. It's still, <laughs> it's still on T. Uh, we tried our best uh, to Marvin for uh, submitting his ghost story. If you have ghost stories, submit them to us. We want to hear your ghost stories. We want to hear your ghost stories. Have you heard, have you seen a ghost? Have you heard a ghost? Have you experienced a ghost's presence in your presence? Tell us about it. You can you can tweet at us. I'm at Drew Toothpaste. Natalie is at Natalie D. You can email us. At me on Twitter if you have an idea for a show episode. <laughs> yes, yeah, send, uh, send Natalie an at message on Twitter if you have an idea for an episode or if you have a ghost story. Uh, thanks again to uh, the Melvins. The oh, band yeah. for providing our theme song, uh, used with permission because they rock. 
Thanks again to Substack for providing the infrastructure for all this. Don't forget to subscribe as a paid subscriber on Substack if you want to hear our paid episodes. For those of you listening for free, you rock also for listening this long. Make sure you subscribe, and uh, we'll talk to you next time. Goodbye. (laughs) (laughs) Garbage Brain University is by Drew and Natalie Deep. If you like it, find us online at garbagebrainuniversity.com and subscribe to hear more.